0: back to the Michigan Business Speed brought to you on the Michigan Business Network. Chris Holman here, and we are coming to you from our studios at the uh, Capital Region International Airport, and we're going to run over to Pittsburgh, PA, right now. Kurt Rankin is joining us, Vice President and Senior Economist for the uh, PNC Financial Services. Kurt, it's always good to have you on. Glad to catch you off the golf course, actually. This is uh, wonderful. Always
1: a pleasure to talk to you, Chris.
0: Good to have you here. Listen, let's talk a little bit about what has now crept into the number one problem for business in the state of Michigan, and that's inflation. Tell me about that.
1: Yes. Well, inflation has been a problem for the economy as a whole across the country for a year and a half, two years now. But businesses face a particularly precarious situation over the next 6 months because inflation is not yet extinguished but the higher costs are going to start hitting consumers have already started hitting some lower income consumers they're bridging that gap with debt and this is why PNC's forecasting the start of a recession later in 2024 but that all comes back to the higher prices induced by inflation
0: yeah and i don't know that that's going to level out much soon top line consumer price index or the cpi undercut market expectations for may in uh, How did things shape up for the June numbers?
1: Yeah. So the June number also came in below PNC's expectation, right about the market's expectation. In fact, we've got the top line number trending close at an annualized pace. So the month on month pace is if it was sustained for the entire year. That number's been since January of this year has been at or below 2% or quite near 2% from say March until June. So top line numbers fed a bit by, falling oil prices, which have bounced back over the past week. but top line households are starting to get a break. It's that core number that the Fed is looking at, which excludes those falling oil prices, translating into gasoline prices and therefore a break for households. It's that core number that we're having trouble getting to trend around 2% and why the Fed is expected to raise interest rates at today and tomorrow's meeting.
0: So this interesting, core CPI, less food and energy, stubbornly remaining above expectations in May of 2023. Anything changed there?
1: No, that number continues to trend. We had a bit of a break in the June number, but it was still at 4.9%, just under the 5%, 5.5% number that had been throughout the year. So the numbers are moving in the right direction from the Fed's perspective, but because inflation has the possibility of flaring back up very easily, we've seen oil prices move back up. The WTI number is back up to about $78 a barrel, any sort of volatility spike in oil prices and therefore spike in gasoline prices that makes its way through manufacturing in the way of plastics and transportation costs, the possibility of that flaring back up is a concern for businesses and for consumers alike. So the Fed is not going to take the one month's break in the annualized number falling below 2%. They're going to wait for a trend to be established and sustained.
0: Matt, food away from home, continues to outpace food at home
1: price growth. What does this tell us about consumer spending and demand? It tells us a lot. It tells us that despite prices rising across the board, across consumer categories, both in necessities and uh, in the food away from home category, think restaurants here, discretionary spending, despite prices being higher across the board, consumers continue to spend up until the last couple of months, wage growth has not kept up with inflation. It's been solid wage growth, but not as fast as the pace of inflation. So wage growth has not supported that spending. Savings, pandemic-induced savings that couldn't be spent back then, but have been spent over the past year to year and a half, those are being exhausted, should be exhausted by the end of the summer spending season. So that means that if current wage growth doesn't support spending and past savings are exhausted, that means consumers are going to have to turn to debt. But the food away from home category, continuing to see this 5 and 6% annualized pace means that restaurants at least can continue to pass on their costs in the way of higher labor costs to their customers. But it is indicative of consumers not slowing down despite spending and that unwillingness to slow down spending, to continue their spending habits, means that a reckoning is on the way for consumers. And once consumer spending dries up, that's where recession fears start to creep in.
0: Uh, I see. Yes, a combination of interesting things in that restaurant industry of a lot of them can't get help to be open on Sundays at the same time raising their prices. So
1: Hmm. yeah but they're able to at least thus far have been able to continue to pass on their prices so for the restaurant industry as long and their labor costs are continuing to rise but due to that labor shortage the costs are at least for now able to be recouped but the planning becomes much more important for the next six months or so because when that consumer spending does pull back, when those debts start to pile up to the point where households say, okay, it's not a matter of choice anymore. I need to slow down my spending. We're not going to be able to roll back those wages. So there's some planning that needs to be done in anticipation of a slowdown. There we got about 30 seconds. Is there a bright spot? The bright spot is that inflation is slowing and the Fed Is still signaling that they're not going to stop until inflation is fully extinguished. They're not going to allow a repeat of the 1970s, early 80s, where they took their foot off the accelerator and inflation flared back up. So, inflation will be killed off by the time this monetary policy cycle is over. It may result in a recession, but it will be a mild recession. Job losses will be, I don't want to say minimal, but certainly less than past recessions, because what we'll see is businesses taking down their now hiring signs not necessarily laying off outright because demand would just pull back to their current staffing levels.
0: There you go. Kurt Rankin, always good to spend time with you, Vice President and Senior Economist for the PNC Financial Services Group in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Thanks for being with us, my friend. And all of you have been listening listening to this interview on the Michigan Business Network. This is the Michigan Business Beat and I'm Chris Holman.